Danny boy, the pipes, the pipes are calling. Hooey boy! From glen to glen and down. Danny boy? You're at my funeral singing about some dead stiff named Danny boy? Welcome to the world of tomorrow. This is Back to the Futurama, your podcast voyage through one of the greatest TV shows Fox ever canceled. I'm Mike. And I'm Ben. And today we're talking about season three, episode 17, A Pharaoh to Remember. You know what I remember? What do you remember, Mike? Not many pharaohs, but there was one named King Tut. I think that's the one most people remember. If I'm going to. I believe his full name was Tutankhamun. If I'm just going to spitball a uh, guess, then yes, that's the one everybody remembers. But yeah. Now, that's not the the pharaoh that did all the stuff in that, that old book, The Bible, right? Uh, I can't tell. I don't know. This is probably not usable <laughs> in any way. You're asking the wrong guy about the Bible. So that's true. Maybe I- there's also Ramses Ooh, was yeah, that's a true. pharaoh. Now, Adonis was just like one of their gods, right? Now, 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 hold on. I think I think we're being somewhat insensitive <laughs> to the ancient Egyptian um, way of life, I suppose. We should probably have looked this up before we talked. Honestly, if this is offensive to ancient Egyptians, buckle in because this whole episode's <laughs> going to be a little insensitive. If- Please tweet at Back to Futurama. No, we. I don't want to. I don't want to own responsibility for this. I didn't write this episode. For, for <laughs> well, I mean, we are we are talking anyway. Well, there is the gag in the show where the Osi- uh, uh, the people on Osiris Four sign for the package with hieroglyphs. Mm-hmm. Maybe if may, I, I'm pretty sure hieroglyphs are part of the Unicode standard. Tweet Egyptian hieroglyphs at Back to Futurama. And the best thing about that is that it's probably going to happen. <laughs> that would probably be the best thing ever tweeted at us, if I'm going to be honest. Just, there have been some good good tweets, though. It's true. I don't want to... It Let's, would beat anything that we have personally tweeted from that account. That is yes. accurate. Now, that is accurate. 100%. Our, our listeners are amazing and hilarious. We are two people that sit at a microphone and talk. Uh-huh. And tweet bad bad tweets. Yep, one hundred percent. That that continues on to my personal tweeting, by the way. Um, all bad tweets about bad football teams, although they're kind of good this year. Not a Jaguars podcast, though. I mean, you get to talk so little about how good your team is, so when you have that opportunity, you may as well take that. Also, there is a little bit of lead time, so they might not be good when this comes out. I forgot about the lead time. Uh, so when wait no, there's a buy. Yes, they'll still be four and three. Okay, dating this podcast. <laughs> so, um, enough about your bad football teams. I think we should probably. It talk ties about... into the episode, not at all. Ta- are there any jaguars in this episode? Uh, no, there are guards that are like of canine descent. Descent, or I get. 
How do you even describe they're, they're like, oh, goodness gracious. Well, let's get into it. So we start out the episode at Planet Express. And everybody's watching the television. Uh, it's i surprised that Futurama decided to go this direction. Take a drink every time uh, the episode starts out at Planet Express watching TV. I guess you drink every 30 minutes. Oh, that's not so bad. That's yeah, probably that's, a reasonable that amount is of drinking. somewhat responsible. Good, good for you for playing this drinking game instead of other drinking games, by the way. Listener. They're watching a news report about a daring daylight robbery at a municipal swimming pool. Bender is very excited. This is my segment. Turn, turn me up. And yeah, basically the uh, some some robber made off with the contents of three lockers. Uh, it, it's indicated that it's a foul-mouthed bandit. Also, that uh, when Morbo describes him, it's a a human, like he's described uh, as uh, a. A short, nasty, muscular, Caucasian human male. And I love the, uh, what do you call him? The, like the, the, the sketch artist. The sketch artist, the, yeah. The police sketch artist of Human Bender. Because he looks like if you took a stereotypical picture of a robber, just somebody who looks kind of mean and generic but then also mixed it with bender yeah like it's pretty tremendous it's great i could i could see that guy robbing my house in the sims i've seen (laughs) a lot of sims robbers and they always go for the tv or the really expensive chair for some reason well i mean and how do you get that out of the house honestly (laughs) (laughs) welcome to ben's sims rant Okay. I don't. I, don't I didn't know. know how. The, I did, I honestly was not ready for this, but I'm. I'm here for this. I don't know why I suddenly went to The Sims. But how, how much do you play The Sims? Oh, not not a whole lot anymore, but a lot in college. Um, and then I went through a phase for a little bit there where I would drink and play The Sims, and then live tweet my drunk Sims, where they lived with a witch for some reason. Oh, well, of course. Every Sim lives with a witch. It comes in. And they had a cat that ate sandwiches. Again, standard. 100% standard. There's nothing weird about this whatsoever. Oh, yeah, and then they got robbed. This brings it back to my original (laughs) point. They got robbed, and um, Miranda fell in love with the robber. And so she'd invite him over and they'd make out and stuff. And it was really weird because like, you stole my really expensive armchair. I must have you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so glad we had this Sims diatribe in the middle of our podcast. At least somebody is. So (laughs) listener, if you'd like more, more Sims information in your Futurama podcast, tweet at back to Futurama. The whole whole point of that is that I love the police sketch artist (laughs) or the, the police sketch, the police artist sketch. I don't love the police sketch artist. (laughs) Dang it. Well, you know, I know you didn't want it to come out this way, but, but now they know. And now they get they're empowered to make the decision. To you've, you've made it public to the the listeners that we have on this podcast, and at some point it'll get back to them. I think to my girlfriend. I'm really sorry you had to find out this way. <laughs> she just draws such a good picture of Bender as a human <laughs> robber that makes me think of The Sims. 
I've heard of weirder reasons to fall in love. Okay, shut this whole podcast down. It's over. Um, we have finally completed our purpose on this podcast planet is to make sure that for, that, that Ben professes his love for this sketch artist, the true vendor, because it's the picture reminds him of The Sims. Oh, this is so dumb. Um, Bender's really upset. <laughs> Literally anything you say is just going to be funny. Bender's really upset because he's like, this was supposed to be my, my legacy. Like, he is... Yeah, because this is, this is a good thing to build a legacy off of. Oh, yeah. Um, and A pool heist. And Fry is like, well, you know, what about the material w- rewards? He's like, oh, you mean this crap? And he opens up his compartment and it's just a bunch of water, a boogie board, a bikini top, and a child. <laughs> sure. He also grabs Fry's beer and throws it through the TV, and Fry's like, hey, what am I going to drink and watch? It's an important question. You got to have stuff to drink and watch. Uh, that's what I often do. Drink things and watch things. I drink and play the Sims. <laughs> <laughs> and tweet it. Discussed. I think we found a through line through tonight's podcast. Oh, I, I'm sorry. I do not know what has gotten into me tonight <laughs> other than a secret... And deep love of The Sims and uh, I just, sketch artists. I just want to warn everybody that tonight Ben is going to be buying The Sims 4 and installing it on his computer and then uh, l- probably live tweeting that. You could do it as part of your uh, extra life. I could. Um, I, I think that would be very funny, actually. So, moving on... Um, <laughs> We're going to get through this episode somehow. We're going to do this. With only four more Sims tangents. <laughs> if if we're lucky. So, um Bender is kind of lamenting the fact that he, you know, he just wanted people to remember his name and he says if he died tomorrow, no one would e- even notice and glides away on a boogie board. But like sadly glides away on a boogie board. Mhm. That's which true. Is pretty sad. Uh, Scruffy is hanging out with the crew, apparently, and he says, boy, I've never seen him so down, or ever before. True to Scruffy and his whole image. Hashtag Team Scruffy. We're, I mean, we've been over this before, but deep down, we are all Team Scruffy. D- even deeper than that, aren't we all just Scruffy? D- don't we all just want to lay in that cot and keep reading that book as that that magazine as as the boiler explodes around them? Every last one of us is how we want to die. I can think of worse ways to die. At least you're going out the way you lived. So Bender embarks on a quest to try to be remembered and try to be noticed. He does a he chooses some some choices here. He joins in on a bunch of youths uh doing some cool roller skating uh uh rollerblading whatever that's what i meant to say yeah the rollerblading dance thing and he's like hey everybody do the bender this move's called the bender the kids call his moves fascist (laughs) because it's about free expression it's true not doing this one dance move that everyone does Mm -hmm. um he also tries to put his foot into a mailbox and act acts as if he's stuck it's like, somebody get a soft news journalist. And everyone's like, dude, you're not stuck. 
And he also spray paints on the side of a big, big, big building. Uh huh. He spends all night spray painting it. Uh, and it's a, it's got a big picture of him like making muscles, and not that he really has muscles, but it says Bender lives large and kicks butt. It's his coup de gras. Now everyone will remember how I live, and my attitude regarding butt. Uh, Sal comes up with a construction crew, and it's like time to take it down and demolishes it, and it turns into a picture of a butt, and then the, with the caption Bender licks butt. It's very clever. It's like one of those Mad Magazine fold-ins, but on the side of a building, and about Bender and his attitude regarding butt. I really appreciate that you're like, yes, this butt joke is a clever butt joke. Ah, uh, yes. We Here we have the vintage 2003 butt joke, courtesy of Fox Entertainment. You can really taste the... I don't think taste is the right word here, but I'm going to use it anyway. You can really taste the anti-authoritarian of this butt joke. It is very reminiscent of some early Monet, along with perhaps some late Warhol influence, (laughs) for a truly juxtaposed take on one's attitude regarding butt. Uh, I like to compare and contrast it with the the early Van Gogh butt jokes. Um, It is very... Uh, It's very reminiscent. Van Gogh had quite a lot to say about butts, and he was not able to lie about it. And his contemporaries could not deny it. (laughs) 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 Why are we so, like, aggressively dumb? (laughs) <laughs> bender's really sad and he walks every in time, every time we break up you're like and bender is sad bender's really sad and he walks into planet express and he's like oh, i was the first one to work a new low and then everybody pops out and it's like surprise it's a surprise funeral it just to show bender how much he'll be missed when he's dead <laughs> Um, I went back to us doing the stupid butt thing. (laughs) It all just hit me, and it's so dumb and so bad. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, man. Okay. Fry uh, starts off the funeral with a speech that, uh, that describes Bender's cause of death, being crushed by runaway semi driven by the Incredible Hulk. Which was his favorite cause of death so but he remembered and i do like that as a cause of death it's a good one Mm -hmm. i can think of worse ways to die Mm -hmm. i feel like i've said that before in this podcast (laughs) this very in this very episode uh the professor points out that what made bender special was that unlike a standard bending unit bender had a 0.04 percent nickel impurity he he seems to be heartened by the fact that 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 is exactly what made him bender uh, Hermes describes uh, his ability to bring a small package into the country with a lot of, without a lot of x-ray in and stuff. And then Zoidberg sings Danny Boy. <laughs> Before Danny Boy starts, Bender's already getting kind of frustrated with the whole thing because Professors was better and b- say more about how great I am and start crying. 
Mm-hmm. And then Zoidberg starts the, uh, I'm going to call it the fast decline of this funeral uh, with Oh Danny Boy. Yes. And Bender's like, hooey boy? Like, he's just... and Zoidberg, Why are you singing about a dead stiff named Danny Boy? So two things I noticed about this. First of all, Zoidberg actually gives a very good heartfelt explanation of, like, I'm expressing my sorrow. Uh, it's a very strangely like on point explanation from dr zoidberg the other thing i noticed is that for the first time maybe ever dr zoidberg is wearing actual shoes what i didn't Mm -hmm. notice with his suit he's wearing actual black shoes instead of uh instead uh, of sandals hmm see because even before he's had tuxedos on with sandals that's true this means zoidberg went all out for bender's funeral Right? And Bender, Surprise funeral, of course. Bender probably should have noticed. Let's be honest. It's Bender. What do you think you really would have noticed? Anything about Zoeberg whatsoever other than singing Oh Danny Boy? Admittedly, I'm surprised that I noticed anything about Zoeberg, to be honest. So. Yeah, that's fair. Um, Leela, Leela's like, we're trying our best, Bender. Your best is an idiot. That sounds like a comeback that I would say. And Fry sort of finishes it off with like, he's like, no, 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 I got the best one. Um, and it's it's like, all I can say is this, and simply is this, Bender was my friend. And like, that's it. And Bender gets very, very, very upset. True. Because who are you? Nobody. That's who. And then he storms off. He, he puts his legs through the casket. Uh-huh. And storms off. And he's like... Thanks a lot. You've shown you've made me want to live because you've shown me how crappy my funeral's gonna be. And he storms off and um throws the bouquet. Which the professor catches. Amy says, I know whose funeral will be attending next. And Zoidberg and Zoidberg keeps ongoing with his rendition of Oh Danny Boy. Well, so a couple things that we missed uh between uh I mean, I'm going fast through this. We've spent all of our know, time but talking some, about butts in the Sims. I know, but there's some really good bits here. Like, a- Amy's speech is basically immediately interrupted with louder and sadder. And then Preacher Bot doesn't even get an attempt to speak. Oh, I forget that uh, Preacher Bot's there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's like, oh, next. And then, yes, yeah, he, uh, he leaves the funeral with, with his, <laughs> breaking his legs through it and walking out. Later on in the in the Planet Express uh, cargo bay, the professor walks in and just says, news, everyone. Not good news, everyone. Just news. They're going to deliver a giant stone block to Osiris 4, and then the camera pans back and the block is there, which is a good sight Fry says, that I, I like. Th- Fry says, I thought something was different. So they take the stone block and they deliver it, and then get basically just taken as slaves. It's true. There, it, it's the stone is for the tomb of Hamenthotep, and and then the crew become slaves. And and as they are being dragged away, Fry says, "You know, I have a bad feeling about this." <laughs> Although, like, just thinking about it now, they don't really put up much of a fight against becoming slaves. Like Leela's usually ready to kick butt at any given point. That's her attitude regarding butt. It is her attitude regarding butt. I think they were just taken so aback. Okay. 
I think they should have been tipped off by the professor saying news, everyone, instead of good news, everyone. That something was a little weird on this one, but. But. So, and then in this, in this joke that keeps coming back through most of the episode, Fry is like, you know what the worst part, thing about being a slave is? They make you work, but don't pay you or let you go. That's everything about being a slave. The guy, does he have a name? No, not particularly that I can I can tell. He's he's the guy who signed for the package and yeah, he signs it in hieroglyphs with a bird and wavy water under it. He seems with to be lines. Yeah, he seems to be some kind of like high priest or something. Yeah, we'll go with that. Okay. Um the the high priest is explaining that uh they well, cuz Fry points out it's just like the ancient Egyptian, uh, the ancient Egypt of his day. Which is a sentence that doesn't particularly make sense. but No, but it's fine. Uh, and then the high priest is like, well, yeah, that makes sense because we studied your ancient Egyptians and learned things like pyramid building and how to prepare our dead so that they scare Abbott and Costello. And also space travel. They learned space travel from the ancient Egyptians mm-hmm. as well. And when, when it pans over to a hieroglyph of Abbott and Costello running from a mummy and then Fry turns and says, and, and Wolfman. Right, but I mean, he kind of laughs a little first. He's like, <laughs> "Well, it's funny because it's Abbott also Costello. Wolfman, also Wolfman." Mm-hmm. Um, Bender uh, looks around and sees the tombs and says, "Those are swanky," and I think yeah, I'm going to like it here. Yeah, he's really impressed by the pharaohs um, and the, and their tombs and just like the fact that if you spend your whole life carving out a giant toe for a, a guy's tomb, you're going to remember him. I think I would remember such a thing. I think so. Um, when they are taken off the the boat, they are they are on a dock with a few stands that I thought were w- one of which was probably the best one, um, the Slave Chess Club. The other two really are ones about consolidating credit, and the other ones about losing weight. But right, um, Slave Chess Club I thought was was neat. Also, the Australian guy is back. Yes, the one that yes, uh, I noted that was down enslaved too. in the. Um, the uh, Spa 5 planet, yes. yeah. Uh, so he's still kind of got the same role in life, just a new location. That's true, but it, it's funny because Hermes had made it so efficient that he would he was the only one running the camp, so who's running that other camp now? The good question. Dun, dun, dun. See, these are the questions that we just don't get answers to in this. Unanswered mysteries. But yeah, I do like that the Australian guy is there because like he is basically just there always to be doing slave labor mm-hmm. and also have an Australian accent and a hat. Bender is very impressed by the pharaohs, but he's less than impressed by the slave drivers. And he's like, hey, man, shouldn't we like be working harder? Why are you counting to three between us pulling on the blocks? Why not one or better yet, one half? So they take him up on the one half. One half whip. One half whip. <laughs> it's very good. And Bender's still not impressed. He's like, you call that like whipping? And he's like showing the slave driver how to do it. And he's pushing the block up this pyramid by himself. And the slave driver's having trouble catching up. And it's a pretty funny sequence, I think. It's Even true. if it's weird that the whole time Bender's like, no, this is how you'd make us into slaves. Yeah. Uh, Maybe Bender's into some thing. Never mind. I don't want to know. I don't yeah, want to go into that. Yeah, mm-hmm. Uh, Lila, <laughs> that's for 
<laughs> for Back to the Future After Dark. Back to the Futura? Are we doing a... That's what did what, I say? You said Back to the Futura. Are we what? doing a podcast about the font Futura? Because I am 100% <laughs> in on this. It is one of my favorite fonts, and I, I have opinions about it. It is the font that is on the moon on the little plaque about how we came in peace for all mankind. That's neat. Did you know that? I did not. See, I could totally do a whole Futura podcast. Uh, How many episodes would that podcast run? One amazing episode, (laughs) because that is all you need. And then the rest would be me talking about The Sims. (laughs) Sim to the Futurama. Sim to the Futura. Sim to the Futura. See, I'm even bad when I'm trying to say the wrong thing. No, this podcast has 100% made it hard for me to say the movie title Back to the Future. Yeah, because I'll keep going. Without automatically just... <laughs> I know. I was talking about it at work, and I'm like, yeah, Back to the Futurama 2 was really great. And he's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, what did I say? Oh, man. Um, so, uh, Leela and Fry are telling Bender to stop giving the slave drivers pointers. At this point, they're just about finished. Um, the Pharaoh Hamenthotep's boat is coming up um, on the river. And I, I found it interesting because uh, there were slaves under the boat to mm-hmm. carry it. And they kind of emerge from the water and just little giant gasps of air. They really sell the how crappy it is to be a slave in this scene because, like, the horns that are announcing his arrival are slaves being just whipped to like blow the the horn and like yeah like you said they the slaves are under the boat carrying it and yeah it is pretty awful pretty awful um and so yeah they're finishing up and bender's like hurry get that nose attached because it's like a a big sphinx sort of sure um in uh face that has the the pharaoh's face on it that was a terrible description but you know what i mean um, I mean, it's kind of a Sphinx reference because the nose yeah. falls off. But uh, so the well, you've ruined it. I, spoilers, spoilers. So Hamenthotep is like, I'm impressed with all of you slaves, and to celebrate, I'm going to let you. And then the nose falls off and crushes, crushes him. Bender runs up and he's like, uh, Hamenthotep's like, tell the slaves they're free, freeloading off you, like. Bender just won't let this sentence yeah, yeah. end. And and then uh he dies. Uh-huh. That night they uh they lowered his coffin into the tomb. Along with his favorite possessions, like his heart and liver, and and the goods in his royal garage. I do have a bone to pick with this scene. Okay. Because the Pharaoh is buried with the canopic jars that hold all of his organs yes which is a thing that the egyptians did okay there's one holding his brains which they specifically threw out because they didn't know what the brains were i'm gonna call bogus on that fact right there can i can i uh just uh now now the ancient egyptians threw it out yes but the people of osiris form might not because it is thousands of years into the future and also they have shirts that say what would pharaoh do I'm still gonna call incorrect. If the internet is not for pointing out people being wrong, what is it for, Mike? I suppose this is an internet radio show, yes. So, 
but no, I do. I do. Uh, and actually, I've never I had never noticed that before this rewatch because I wasn't particularly paying attention to it. And that's what Back to the Futurama can get you. And Weird I actually little details I have it in written podcast. in my notes in all caps. They bury him with his brains. They do also throw a bag of cats down into the tomb because they consider this culture considers them holy. And then there's a whole weird montage with a an Elton John like character singing Pharaoh and his pets mm-hmm. instead of Benny and the Jets. Pharaoh, my God, King, you are the cold and deceased. Are you still half insane? Pharaoh and his pets. They dump him in the tomb too. This is this is one of those jokes where I'm like I I get I get exactly what they're going for. I really do. But oh my god, it is so forced joke like it's so it's so weird. It's sure. never quite landed with me. Well, I I feel like if there's one thing I've learned about doing a podcast about a television show, um a very indulgent podcast uh, if the TV show wants to be indulgent once in a while, I'm going to go ahead and allow that. <laughs> because we're indulgent 100% of the time. Fair enough. It's also revealed that at dawn tomorrow, uh, the high priests will consult the Wall of Prophecy to find out who the next pharaoh is. But until then, there's just simply no pharaoh. It's so true. So the slaves have a party because tonight they're slave to no one but the rhythm. Bender slips out and distracts the the guards that are that look like dogs with a uh, red ball. Then they go chasing after. He goes to the wall of prophecy and smashes his face directly into it with a mallet. The next morning, they are consulting the wall of prophecy and they're like, our next pharaoh is over there next to some tents or something. They're waves, jackass. It's supposed to be a river. And Bender comes out of these reeds and he's like, I have emerged from the land of spells and fairies. (laughs) And then, yeah, there's this big imprint of Bender's face on the wall of prophecy because he hammered it in last night. Um, (laughs) Lily just calls the entire society a bunch of idiots. Yeah, pretty much. Um, Remember that thing? How is this is maybe if you're easily offended about uh digs on ancient egypt people there we want to be inclusive even of uh ancient egyptians on that note the very next scene is bender being crowned at his coronation yeah whatever the ancient that's probably pharaoh ceremony equivalent is and he walks into a a song that's sort of like walk like an egyptian but not quite but he's definitely doing the dance he's definitely doing the dance and uh, he says, the cruelty of the old pharaoh is a thing of the past. Let a whole new wave of cruelty wash over this lazy land. <laughs> he he wants a statue one billion cubits in height so he can be remembered for all of eternity. I did the math on that, by the way. Okay. I was hoping you would. I technically had, I typed in one billion cubits in Google and Google did the math for me. Thank hey, you, Google. But you used Google as a tool. That is 284,090 miles high. That's pretty high up there. Furthermore, if you look for 1 billion cubits in 
uh, it it brings you to the Infosphere uh, article about this episode, which points out that that is further than the distance from the Earth to the moon. That also sounds about right, yeah. So... Hey, he would be remembered until the moon would smash it. I mean, it depends on trajectory and location and there's a lot of variables here it's it's but in theory yes um so the slaves are meant to work as as harder than they ever have and bender doesn't really have a lot of patience as slaves come up to him saying it hurts it's hard to breathe and things like that and he says well you know what to stop doing then yeah it's it's kind of a whole montage of bender being cruel of him being cruel and and them building this monument to him my i honestly don't really care too much for this montage but i do like the part where there are two like engineer looking dudes with like ties and and everything yeah and they're sort of looking at this diagram that says pharaoh's ass and bender's sitting there like whipping them to get them to engineer faster or architect or something yeah it's wonderful um, so the statue of Bender ends up having its foot like um, over the late Hamenthotep's tomb, um, kind of like all but almost about to crush it. Um, and they re- complete the statue, and the antenna is even in space. Mm-hmm. I mean, as we just figured out with that math, it would be basically to the moon. So well, I, th- I think they they might compress it a little bit in the show. Maybe they couldn't not, quite get that billion, one hundred billion cubits. Uh, and they were working, you know, with what they had. As they finish, there's a recording of Bender's voice that goes, "Remember me," and it shoots flame out of its mouth. Yeah, so, and eyes, I believe. Um, or is it just mouth? Maybe I don't remember. It just seemed like no. a lot of flames. It's a lot of flames. Um, at the unveiling, Bender is removed from under a sheet. And he looks on his creation where there are skeletons stuck in the stones. He's like, eh, it's big, all right. I just wonder if it's, you know, too big. Yeah, are people going to remember him or the statue? Tear it down and try again. This time without embarrassing yourselves. And immediately they're just, they all look at each other, um, wrap Bender up like a mummy, and the uh, one of the priests is like, the pharaoh suddenly died and they just <laughs> toss Roman. him in the tomb and 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 they and as he falls bender's like what about my service and they like they throw leela and fry in there too so now they're in this tomb with uh nothing but bender turns on some lights and it's like a casino yeah and uh, leela is kind of upset like why did you bring us it's like bender wanted to watch them remember him and and in turns on the light at, for the giant casino. And so, yeah, there's a casino and a, a schnapps distillery. And Sounds good. Pomegranate schnapps. Pomegranate schnapps. Like, yeah, hit me up with some of that. I'll use it for the drinking yeah. game about when they start off an episode at Planet Express uh, watching TV. Yeah, they try to get out, but Bender tells them it's they're sealed in. There's Nothing can get in or out except millions of snakes. And then snakes start, start par- pouring out of a statue of... Or a portrait of Bender. I'm not okay with the snakes. If if I need... Why is it got to be snakes? Right. If I need to have the snakes for pomegranate schnapps, I will take neither instead of both. It's good to know that in this situation, we know what you do. Mm-hmm. Um, 
uh, Leela also discovers that the schnapps is of such high proof that it it is explosive. So she gets the idea to uh, smash up some of the the wood in this place as kindling, dump a bunch of schnapps on it, and blow the place up so that they can escape. Uh, Bender tries to stop them, and they counteract that by acting like they don't remember him. In fact, <laughs> Bender uh, Fry even says, "You know that guy who used to bend things. Uh, you know uh, Hermes." I I love that bit just because Bender is like. Cause, cause the way Fry delivers it is like, oh, 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 you know who I used to remember? And Bender's like, please, please, please be me. <laughs> you know that guy he used to bend things. Oh, please, please be me. You know, Hermes and like that of all things. <laughs> it's so good. It's one of, maybe my favorite joke it's, in the whole. Episode. It's very good. Uh, Bender uh, go, allows them to blow it up, and then and then immediately is like, uh, Leela says. Oh, Bender, when did you come in? So she unwraps Bender's mummy, uh, wraps, puts it on the thing, lights it up. Uh, the whole place explodes and they run. It starts to kind of break apart yeah. from the, from the fo- feet. So they run out of uh, the statue's giant foot cup. They One of the slaves is like, the pharaoh is walk from walking <laughs> among the living. It's like, And Bender's like, how you doing? I love his his nonchalant, just like, how we doing? Like, <laughs> it's so good. It's very good. Uh, they, they do get to the ship and start leaving, and they kind of raise up alongside the, the statue, which bellows, remember me. And Bender says, I will. I will. And then they fly off, and the whole thing explodes basically like an atomic bomb. Yeah, There's it's bad. There's a mushroom bad. cloud and everything. So... I'm assuming that everybody there is now dead. I feel like that's a, at least in that radius. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's just me, but it looks like a pretty serious explosion. All from pomegranate schnapps somehow. Maybe I don't want this pomegranate schnapps. Maybe I don't think you do. Says the guy who ordered a flaming magnesium pizza on last week's episode. <laughs> Uh, oh, the wonder! Th- these two th- two facts in combination are just wonderful. Wanting a, f- a flaming magnesium pizza, not that interesting of a fact. Not I'm gonna not, argue that one. Let me fi- let me finish here. Not <laughs> wanting pomegranate schnapps that can blow up a, a giant monument like an atom bomb. Not that interesting. You combine those two facts together. That says a lot about a person. I mean, that is that is interesting. I'm going to argue that both of those by themselves are interesting, and the <laughs> the combination adds more interest than than the. I w- I will agree with you that the the whole is worth greater than the value of the parts, but I think the parts also have a lot of value as well. And so Bender is sad. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about the Sims. <laughs> <laughs> yes he's he's sad uh leela is uh leela tries to console him says he doesn't need a, a statue to be remembered he has his legacy as a brutal tyrannical dictator which will outlive any monument and that actually does cheer bender up so he's like all right cool one planet down uh and then he, i think he just says next earth yeah set course <laughs> for earth 
and then the planet they're flying towards that looks like Earth, Leela's like, uh, that's not Earth. And so they fly around it and then fades out to the end of the episode, which means that it is time for Grades. This episode is kind of interesting um, because of its kind of, it puts the crew in a different position than it usually is for most of the episode. Um, especially with, with Bender kind of being powerful and tyrannical and what have you. Um, I, unfortunately, I don't think it really works. It okay. wor- it doesn't work for me. Um, it, uh, the kind of, it, it's not, it's somehow too cartoonish and not cartoonish enough for Bender to be as tyrannical as he is and to, for them to build the statue as high as it is. I think it's kind of funny that the idea of him whipping, engineers and like some of the things that are said but I, I just don't think it comes together into a cohesive whole for me personally um that being said some of the build-up is quite funny with the pool heist and the surprise funeral and there's there's a, a good amount of decent jokes and and decent things um but i don't i for me again i don't think it comes together as it should so i'm probably going to give it i don't know uh let's go b minus okay so I, I know somebody who says this is his, like, hands-down favorite episode, which I think is kind of, um we, not to put him on blast, but I think that's kind of a weird, it's a weird episode to think is the best one. Put your friends on blast. So, and I, I get kind of where he's coming from, because there are... I, there are a lot of pretty good jokes in this episode. Um, You know, the, I, ironically, and well, not ironically... As it happens, Bender shouting, remember me, is a very easy thing to remember. And, like, there's a <laughs> lot of, you know, there's a lot of fun things about this episode. Um, I think you're right. It does put the the Planet Express crew in, in a sort of different and new situation. Uh, there's a lot of just random pop culture things pulled in, like the weird Elton John joke. And there's, mm. uh, you know, a lot of a lot of stuff going on. I don't know how uh, comfortable I am with the number of uh, slave whippings that are used as jokes, which is kind of a weird... I mean, I get that, yes, in ancient Egypt, that was a thing that was done, but it's Mm -hmm. a little uh, weird to uh, watch happen repeatedly for half of an episode sure um all in all i mean i think it's a, I think it's a funny episode and that's about that so i mean i'm gonna give it a b it's okay. enjoyable but i'm not going crazy about it sounds good to me uh we'd love to hear what you think and there are plenty of ways to do that so you can email us at back to the futurama podcast at gmail.com tweet at back to futurama Find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash back to Futurama. And we are on Apple Podcasts uh, under Back to the Futurama. Go ahead and rate us, review us, and subscribe and send it to your friends. And we can all talk about all the Sims drunk tweeting that we've done in our lives. <laughs> yeah. I just haven't even mentioned any of mine yet. Oh, uh, we'll save that for another day. <laughs> um, just one more reminder, uh, because this is going up the Thursday before I do the 24-hour live stream event, uh, doing that for Extra Life to get uh, to, to raise money for children's hospitals. 
So you've still, if you're listening to this uh, right after it comes out, you've still got time. Um, I'll be tweeting about it. I'll put it on the Facebook group. I will. Uh, it's already on NeptunianMillhouse.com. The best website on the internet. So, um, you know, if you want to watch, if you want to donate, uh, donation not required, of course, but check it out. Um, it should be a lot of fun. I'm going to be playing a lot of bad uh, games or just being bad at classic games, you know. So come hang out. Hang out with me in the chat. We'll uh, talk Futurama. To, uh, watch me play dumb games. That's, yeah. That's that. I've said play games hang out how many more ways can you say play games hang out play games watch me do the one of those two uh it's the playing games that's the one that's the one and i'm selling this super well it's important to note that it is not as family friendly as this podcast it is zero percent family friendly i say a lot of bad words on that stream yeah i'm sure you know the bad words and what they sound like well now you get to hear ben say them um, I it, but if for, uh, all jokes aside, it is for a good cause. Um, so if if you can donate, you know that would be wonderful. But if you can't, that that's also fine. Come and enjoy the stream with with Ben and uh, I. And I think if you do donate, you should try to get him to play The Sims too, or four, or three, or whatever, or maybe the original. We'll so many Sims that. versions to play. I don't I don't know if I still have access to it, but I'll find out. Um, regardless, uh, until next time on this awesome podcast about fonts and the Sims, I'm Ben. And I'm Mike. Goodbye Goodbye from from the world world of tomorrow. tomorrow.